0: Welcome to the Celebrate Brave Podcast. I'm Nicole Church-Steinbach, your host and the International Bravery Coach for Women in Tech. I serve women all over the world to earn more money, create more opportunities, and thrive in the tech industry because tech needs all of us. Are you ready? Let's go. Today, we're going to talk about how you lead Your interview process. So the reason that I'm bringing this topic to the Celebrate Brave podcast is what I'm about to tell you demands bravery. It demands clarity. It demands momentum, and it demands accountability. So after you listen to this one, if you haven't listened to the How to Build Your Brave Framework, get back over to that podcast. This is going to be really important for the rest of this episode. All right. So as I record this podcast, the so-called great resignation is taking place all over the world. This is a pattern of significantly high numbers of people all over the world and across all industries withdrawing from wherever they work. They're resigning. They're saying, "Mm, this isn't good enough anymore. I want something else. And they're moving on. This is especially true in the tech industry. And it is particularly true for women in tech. And the sad aspect about that for technology, because I personally think the great resignation is fantastic. I think it's wonderful. I think we all need to re not just think, I believe very, very strongly that we all need to remember that we are creating value for these tech companies and that value needs to be flowing right back to us as individuals, as groups, and as a society. So I actually think the great resignation is a great thing for the individuals and also for the leaders of these tech organizations and industries that haven't been doing the right things often enough. So this is particularly sad in the tech industry because a significant number of women in technology are not just resigning from their position in tech, but they're actually expressing the desire to leave tech. In fact, numbers can be as high as one in three, according to a number of various sources all over the world. One in three, we don't have enough women as it is. We need more, not less. But I also understand the toxicity, the bro culture, the underpayment, the overwork. I get it. I understand the great resignation as much as I don't want to see women leave technology, which is why I do what I do. And I started doing what I did before COVID. I'm here to make sure women in tech, you know, Earn more money, have bigger opportunities, build more relationships, get a bigger slice of what's going on in tech, and just help ensure that tech becomes a better industry. Because, man, oh man, tech needs all of us. How does this all relate to how you lead your interview process? <laughs> Good question. So, let me tell you a quick client story, and then I'm going to share three lessons from it. So a client came to me as she was already in her interview process, and she wanted to make sure she got the best. So she was resigning from a position looking for that next big step. She had crafted a pause because she knew from her last employer that wasn't a great situation that she was going to need a break and to step up in her energy. So when we first started talking and everybody starts with me with a 60 minute consultation and we talk about you. So in the 60 minute consultation, she shared with me where she was and the pain she was having and her timeline. And she shared, (laughs) oh my gosh, mm, she shared that she was already eight hours into an interview process with a quote Dream Company. She shared how that interview process was not going deeper. It was going broader. In fact, she had already spoken to someone and was accidentally and incorrectly rescheduled with the same person. There was no apparent structure, no apparent Deadline, no apparent decision making tree, and quite frankly, she was feeling disrespected. She was feeling put upon. This was not leveraging her time, experience, and her skills in an appropriate way, and she didn't know what to do. It was sucking energy from her entire process of looking for her next role. So She chose to continue working with me. She chose to sign. And we chose to go deeper into this. How do you lead your interview process? And these are the three things. Number one, you lead yourself. Number two, you expect and you accept only clear answers. And number three, you draw the consequence and you take the action when you have the clarity and you have the momentum for one and two. So let's get more specific. You have to believe in your worth and your value. You have to deeply, fully, and completely believe, and then you got to act like it's true. This client of mine, when she came to me, she was not in belief, The belief was at this dream company, this, oh, if I could be so lucky. And we had to shift that to wherever I work, that's going to be my dream company. And they are so lucky, and so am I. It's that belief that your time, your experience, your skills, your lived experience has value, and that's where you've got to start. Once she built that, She was able to identify how she was truly feeling in this interview process. She was feeling disrespected, disregarded, and quite frankly, a bit belittled. Eight hours already? No clarity? She was incorrectly rescheduled with someone she already spoke with? What? So then, number two, expect and accept only clear answers means you have to ask the question. You have to ask, what is the structure of your interviewing process? How many interviews do you anticipate will be a part of this process? I've already spoken with eight people, spent eight hours. What is the culmination of this process? Also, what's your decision tree? Who makes the decision? What is the timeline of the decision? Expect and accept only clear answers. Clarity. Why is that so important? Because you are your advocate. You are your only advocate. And you believe... Back to number one, you believe in your worth, in your value, and in how you should be treated. And here comes number three. People want to say that number three is the hardest part. I disagree. Number one is the hardest part: believing in your value, believing in your worth. But but here's the part around consequences and taking action. When you have your belief and when you have your clarity, which by the way, A lack of clarity is also clarity. You have to act on that. You lead your interview process. So if you feel disrespected, you feel put upon, you feel you're going in circles, you're not getting the clarity, (laughs) you're getting yanked. Guess what? You get to speak up and say, This is my experience. This is how I'm experiencing. I'm feeling disrespected. I'm feeling put upon. I'm not getting the clarity that I need. And then in this situation, you withdraw. My client, within I don't know how many sessions, very few sessions, withdrew her application at the quote unquote dream company. Because once she believed, she built and worked on that belief. Once she asked for the clarity and they couldn't give it to her. She knew I have a choice now. I can lead my interview process or I can hand it off to someone else. I can outsource my success. No, 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 no. I believe in myself. I'm asking for the clarity. I'm expecting the clarity. I'm not getting the clarity. I do not accept this answer. I am insourcing my success. Thank you, very, very much for the opportunity to interview with you. I'm withdrawing my application and I wish you all the best because here's the biggest lesson. And this is definitely true for my own life. How you interview is how you will show up and how they interview Their process of interviewing is how they will work. In my own life, I was at an interview. The interview went relatively well. There was another one. There was another one. I showed up in full gratitude that someone thought I was valuable enough for this role, that I was worthy enough, that someone was going to choose me. I did not, in any way, shape, or form, Feel any sort of ownership or accountability to make sure that they were worthy of me, (laughs) that I would thrive. I had outsourced the entire experience of my success to somebody else. And how did I show up when I worked there for a short period of time? Not powerfully. I was overlooked. I was overspoken and I got frustrated and I got angry, but I had set myself up for that because I outsourced my success to someone else by not making sure that they were worthy of me while they were deciding if I was worthy of them. Don't do it. It was a horrible experience. I did not work there very long and I don't have a good feeling about it. I'm sure they don't have a good feeling about me either and on the other side i also lived this experience i went into an interview and it was intransparent i still didn't understand exactly what they wanted me to do i didn't understand exactly who i would be reporting to i didn't understand any of these things but i needed a job i wanted a job and quite frankly they offered me like i think it was like 40 or 50000 more than i was making at the other place so i ignored i ignored the lack of clarity I ignored the runaround. I ignored some of the disrespectful behaviors that were taking place during the interview. And guess what, y'all? Working there was never transparent. The left hand did not know what the right hand was doing. And the vast majority of effort that I did at that company was lost because how a company interviews, how a team interviews, how a manager interviews, how HR slash recruiting behaves during the interview process. That is exactly what you're going to experience when you work there. That is exactly what you are going to experience when you work there. So it is up to you to lead the interview process. And it is up to you to pull the consequences if it isn't going the way you expect, because number one, you value yourself. You know your value and you show up in that belief. Number two, you expect and you accept only clear answers. And number three, you take action and you take consequences because this is my lived reality. Every time I had a clear empowering, belief-filled interview experience. That's how I showed up as a woman in technology in that role. And that's also how I was treated throughout the entire working relationship. And my client, who was already eight hours craziness into this intransparent, repetitive interview process, as soon as she withdrew, as soon as she lived in her belief As soon as she recalled her energy and her enthusiasm, within days, she was interviewing with other quote-unquote dream companies. And as I record this, she's balancing multiple job offers. And one of the coolest things is every single organization expressed one of the big reasons She was getting these offers. And when I say multiple offers, y'all, I mean multiple offers. One of the key reasons is because she has been so clear and so professional throughout the entire interview process. She's going to accept the role that's right for her for this next phase. And she's going to thrive in that role. You can have that too. This is how you lead your interview process. And how you help shift tech into an industry that lifts us all up. So, good luck. Belief, clear answers, take accountability. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. If you're ready to build your brave, to live a life you love, and create a career that matters to you, reach out. Together, we can spend time one-on-one to explore how I can help you. And until then, share this episode with people in your life, people who can join our movement to redefine brave, how we identify it, experience it, and celebrate it.